Welcome to our podcast, Shockers Learning Out Loud, where we talk about the fear, the excitement, the setbacks, and most importantly, the accomplishments that come along with being an adult learner. That was your host, Dr. Pamela O'Neill, and I'm your co-host, Dr. Amber Anderson, and we are the Office of Online and Adult Learning. Although our department merge happened recently, Pam and I have been having fun collaborating for years. We have one goal at Wichita State, and that's to advocate for our online and adult learners. Our students are working full-time jobs, caretaking for a family member, raising families themselves, and involved in the community. So, needless to say, their time is limited, and we know that, and we've been there, we get it. Our office wants to advocate for your success, so stay tuned for the voices of your adult learning peers as we unpack funny fails, inspiring wins, and mostly, the adult learning experience. With us today is adult learner Cynthia Pizzini. Welcome, Cynthia. Why don't you get us started by telling us a little bit about yourself? Welcome, Cynthia. Hi. Thank you for making time to come in, and it's freezing outside. Yes, it is, but thanks for the invitation. I'm very happy to be here to share the story of my return to to education. It's been a long road. Um, my name is Cynthia Pizzini, as you said. I am a business major at the Barton School of Business. My major is marketing with a focus in real estate. I've recently added a minor in sports management just because. I Go think, Chiefs! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think the business part was enough, so I added a little bit more on top of there. And um, I am 52 years old. Nice. Oh, We're like age sisters because I turned yes. 52 in November. Oh, so, yeah. Awesome. You look a little bit younger than me, though. You look young, too, Pam. Get she looks here. younger. Because <laughs> <laughs> I keep active. Okay. Yes. I don't stop. Ah, that, so, that helps a lot. So how do you stay active? What do you do? Um, I Well, the YMCA here is really convenient. Because I can have a bit of a break between classes, so I can always head on over there for about an hour and kind of unwind after the 8 o'clock class. That always helps. And um, when the weather is better, I ride my bike. That's right. You are. You're an avid bicyclist. I am. So I ride my bike to school and back home. So that's, and I haven't been doing that because of the weather. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of gotten used to doing that, so I miss it. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting well, till next month. Hopefully it's a little warmer. Yep. I can get back out there. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and ask why. Why return Wichita State at 52? <laughs> or 51, or however old you were. Um, yeah, I, first of all, it was here, okay. and I... Just recently moved back to, or moved to Wichita. My husband moved back to Wichita. He's a native Wichita in Wichita. Wichita. I think that's what the name is. That the right Wichita? Yeah. (laughs) He's from Wichita. Yeah. He dragged me back here. So it was between (laughs) Wichita, New York, which is my hometown, and Wichita One, for a few different reasons, and one of them being cost of living. Oh, sure. So we moved back, and I was offered a position when we got back to the States after we we had been traveling for quite a while. And uh, I had all the qualifications except for the degree. So could not get the position. Awesome Mm -hmm. position. 
Mm. But um, that kind of motivated me. It yeah. happened one more time after that, and then that, that really kick-started Never everything. again. Really kick-started it. <laughs> You're so not the only adult learner that has that yeah, experience. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, even with, you know, all the experience I had was ticked all the boxes. But mm-hmm. that one thing kind of, like, stopped the train. So mm. that's that was the main motivator for me. And the fact that I live across the street, I had had no excuse. That's cool. Yeah. So that's, that was, that was the why. Okay. Uh, You talked a little bit, maybe about this. My next question is Mm -hmm. about your support system. Who is your, like here at Wichita State and then maybe outside of Wichita State, we've all recognized another one. Amber and I have talked uh, our support system and how important that was. Um, who's who do you? Who's your biggest cheerleader or who inspires yeah. you? Who inspires Ooh. Cynthia, the world traveler? Yikes! Inspirations. Let's see. Um, my son inspired me when I said I was going back to school. He was the only one who didn't flinch. <laughs> <laughs> It's about time. Oh, good. Oh, good for him. So that, that's, he's a big one. Um, let's see. My grandkids, of course, because, uh, yeah, I had to beat them to college. Sure. So yeah. that was another why. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're, they're almost there. So I had to get in before they did. Um, yeah, my husband is a huge support system. Yeah. Nice. He's, he's very patient. I have very little time now, and I, like, kind of... Um, don't over schedule, but it's just a little bit too much going on sometimes for him when, you know, he has a break and I mm-hmm. absolutely don't have the time. Or when so you, he's you a get very, asked very patient. To come do a podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I do a lot of stuff. I'm always right. on campus. She does, and so, she does our photo shoots and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm always here. Right. So, and this office is a a big support system for a lot of us adult learners it's nice to know you have somewhere to go right I've often thought about that I came Mm -hmm. to Wichita State in 02 and I talked about this office not existing um one restaurant in the RSC yeah yeah uh it was a lot smaller (laughs) but we still had that support system there were the professors and staff staff members right we Amber and I both talked about how we had those people at Wichita State we try to be those people because right right. we've had it so it's kind of this payback kind of thing yeah and that that's kind of on campus the professors I've had are very um kind of like cheering Good. you can kind of tell that yes. they're like super excited to yeah yeah i've had a few of them tell me oh i'm so happy you're in the class um i think it's because of the communication too um our school <laughs> has mm-hmm. brilliant people in it they're not very vocal and it's just i figured out after being here um almost a year now that it's just it's this generation hasn't grown up like we did communicating with each other. Mm. Right. Everything's very text focused, internet focused, not sure. very kind of social like, media. Yeah. Interpersonal right. relationships, they're not great at. 
Yeah. Right. Remember when we used to write handwriting <coughs> notes and then fold them up in the cool little notes and pass it to each other <laughs> oh, in high yeah. school? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Great. So that it's. So I think they enjoy the fact that if I have a question, I'll ask the question. If right. they ask a question, I'll try my best to answer it because there's a lot of silence. Yes. Yes. So I think that's one of the things that they enjoy actually getting feedback because it's mm-hmm. almost like you're because you're a leader. Yeah, and and just I feel bad for the professor. You're up there and you're mm-hmm. you're waiting for feedback. You want to know if it's you know if your material is landing. Right. Well, and, and I you think get silence. So it's, you know I've been yeah. in front of that before. I've done that where you're presenting or something right. and you face that and you know how daunting that is and how bad that feels. Yes. And so you are the one giving that voice um, to where I think sometimes a traditional student is mm-hmm. just kind of intimidated. And cricket. That's yeah. 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 It yeah. is big time cricket. I think that's so. another cool thing about adult learners too because uh, they are the leaders of the classroom. They have the experience and mm-hmm. they're pulling mm-hmm. in real life examples and they're making they're putting they're breathing life into the content. Well, Amber, you yes. just said something that I've often said that adult learners bring is that experience. And sometimes maybe the reason the students aren't answering the questions, they don't know the answers or don't have anything to contribute because they haven't felt they that. Know. They haven't seen it. They haven't Correct. experienced it. That and too. so that's, yeah. I, I've, I've taught at WSU public speaking a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I've been able to see adult learners like yourself. And every time there was an adult learner in the classroom, the traditional students just kind of gravitated mm-hmm. towards that. Adult I get learner. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. Yes. I get that a lot. I have one class where the instructor's very brilliant. Mm-hmm. A little bit... Like socially awkward or shy, No, quiet, not at all. Quirky? She's, yeah, quirky. <laughs> but also, I think the, the way the, the material is presented is very elevated. For It's like a, a kind of you need to read the room. Yes. Um, and it's very possible. It's the only way she knows how to conduct the class. Right. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. But it's going over the head of a lot of the people. So um, I'm good at not necessarily taking written notes. This class requires a lot of graphing. Mm-hmm. I have every graph. And I've compiled this, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So after every class, I just share it out with everyone. Same. So everyone gets the graph. Because I can explain it in graph form, where the professor really explains it, the spoken word, and she explains the concepts, and totally different style. But the visual is what helps a lot. So it's kind of like... Do they like it? Do they? They love it. Nice. And it's colorful, and it's, you know... It's, it's fun. You got to make it fun because it's not a fun subject. Sure. You have to be creative. Yeah, of course. I've had, uh, when I was doing my doctorate, I would do my dissertation, and, I'll, and oddly, I was a young person in class, and I, everybody was had like 10 to 15 to 20 years on me, and not only would they breathe life into the content and mm. break it down for me like maybe my mom would, or like they, they're just so relatable, I would also do things like bettering my life in other realms too. Like I, I signed up for a nutrition class 
and I lost some weight. I mean, it's like all encompassing. It's not just right. um, academic stuff that you can learn from adult learners mm -hmm. because they are all all knowing. Yeah, so. <laughs> not not quite. That's why we're most we're knowing. <laughs> My travel um, comes up quite a bit in most classes because in every class, you know, the first it's week you have to introduce yourself, and mm -hmm. it's what I've done the last twenty years is travel. Mm -hmm. So it's a big part of my introduction. Right. So yeah. and it comes into play in a lot of the different um, subjects, English, even in economics classes when we talk about international uh, business and you know markets, international markets and tariffs and I've experienced it I've actually lived it I so it like, makes Dubai, it experience <laughs> was. so it makes it a little bit more relatable to people also when you hear someone um who's actually lived it and can yeah. explain it more than just what's in the book right. so it makes it more 3d so the it, the concept comes across a little bit better, and it's not just a fantasy that you're reading in the book. It's relatable. It's, yeah, it's real life. Mm -hmm. It happens. You know, you're describing a lot of the advantages of being mm. an adult learner. We always talk about all the different advantages that we have. <laughs> we do. But there are some, there are some there challenges. challenges. Would, challenges. Do you agree, disagree? Mm. What are your thoughts on... Uh, What's your perspective on... Well, the, I think the biggest challenge for me so far has been that everyone just assumes I'm an instructor <laughs> or okay, that, I, yes, that I live yes. here or that I, you know, that right. I work here. Right. Okay. So they're like, oh, I should know I'm a student. Everyone who meets me <laughs> just automatically assumes, which I've just gotten used to. Right. So um, it's just one of those things, um, which is. I mean, not a. I wish I get the discount and the benefits and everything else, but until that time, <laughs> right. yeah. So I just have to explain that over and over all the time. Um, but I think I don't. I don't find that many disadvantages to right. it. That's probably like the only thing that like bugged me terrible. Yeah. I'm not your instructor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I haven't kind of run into any real disadvantages as far as, yeah. Because a lot of people think maybe you come in and you're not going to feel like you belong. Or, yes. Oh, yeah. Everyone yes. says that. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like that at all. I agree. Yep. I am so Most glad. Most people are so focused on themselves. They mm -hmm. don't Especially even when it. you're 19 and 20 and 21. Yes. <laughs> you don't even know that no you're judgment. sitting there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. They're thinking about other things. So, no, it's just, you know, it, everyone comes in and they're just super focused. Yes. You yeah. know, so nobody's really worried about that I'm 52 and a I, grandma. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> yeah. I know when I talk to students who are even just thinking about it, and they're like, I'm probably yeah. going to be the oldest, oldest in the person in the uh, world. And well, yeah, I said, you know what? Sometimes yep. you might be, yep. but that's okay because the students actually, I mean, I was 31 and most of the, when I was taking, when I started, mm -hmm. and so I had 18 and 19-year-olds around me. But you would have thought I was just an 18 or 19-year-old yeah, um, having great. those conversations because, yeah, they they took me in as basically their own. Mm -hmm. And 
that's what you're seeing and feeling yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's one thing that I I've spoken to. A, they were oh I wish I could. Of course you can. No, why can't you? Yeah. You know, so they think that it's going to be so awkward that it's going to be uh, something that they wouldn't be able to focus on anything else. That's all anybody's ever going to think is, you know, that you're the oldest person. And mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's like really, really the, the professors don't care. Right. And your classmates, sure enough, are not paying attention. They're on the so next thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yep. And it's it's great. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we are... Uh, recording this in the Joe Stone Lounge, mm-hmm. and Joe Stone was 93 when he got his degree, and so we uh, we kind of point him out, or at least I do, yep. as, you know, it, it's not too late, and so mm-hmm. when you know, they say, oh, they, you know, I'll bring the students in, and I, I point out the picture of Joe Stone, and they're like, oh, okay, I think it helps <laughs> them feel a little bit Pops better. Pops them into a different mode, <laughs> yeah, different yeah. perspective. Exactly. So, Cynthia, how would you describe... Let's go to like one of your most stressful days academically, trying to balance everything. You're almost going to have a breakdown. What did that look like for you? Because you're so graceful and all-knowing and really relatable and a traveler, a model, whatever. And I'm a writer, too. Oh, man. But. So describe your worst day to us. (laughs) Had to do with writing. Really? Was the worst. I had two papers due. And, of course, I was trying to work and juggle and do. And and the time kind of slipped by me. So now I'm like, (laughs) I have to finish both. It probably, like, less than 24 hours. Mm. And they were both started, but they were nowhere near finished. Mm. How'd you do it? Oh, I didn't sleep. Red Bull, lots of coffee. Right. Yeah. I jumped around. I danced a little bit. You put on the music. You get the blood flowing. Shake it out. Right. Yeah. And I I probably, and when that happens, I try to switch environments. So I'll go from the couch, and then Mm -hmm. I get up, and I go and sit in my office chair. Right. Then I have a futon in my office, and I get up, and I'll work from there for a little bit. But it was a straight probably 14 hours. Wow. wow. Straight. How'd you do on those papers? Do you mind me asking? I got remember? all A's. Probably great. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it because I came up with something just kind of like yours. It was one paper I'd forgotten about. And I looked at my syllabus and I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> that is due tomorrow. And I stayed up late. And I got like two or three hours of sleep, handed it in. And I thought, oh, here it comes. You know, I'm going to have this bad grade. And I didn't. You're a good writer yeah. too, though. Well, thank you. Disclaimer. I, I try it. I well, <laughs> I I enjoy writing, but mm-hmm. sometimes adult learners, and I don't know. I don't want to say this is you. I came from this. Oh, I'm not good enough. Kind of feeling, or that I had to prove myself. Would you you say you would feel that way, or is that not? No, that's not in my DNA. Uh, I, oh man, I can't. I'm, I can't. I'm jealous. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that about you. No. Yeah. And everybody tells me, <laughs> like, oh, I waited 30 years to come back to school. Right. Yeah. There is no way I'm not going to do well. I am not doing I am not taking a class over again. I'm not. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no stopping. Yes. It's one of the, the biggest advice I give. What, what advice would you give us? Don't right. stop. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, because going back mm-hmm. is rough. It is. I think the hardest rough. the hardest part for me was actually one convincing myself I could do it and then two going to the physical location of the university and actually putting myself there. Yeah. Once there is that what you found? Yeah. 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 And then I think once I ca- I came to orientation mm-hmm. and it just became real. Because before that it was email here uh-huh. and sure, I'm still okay. thinking about it yeah. and then they would email me back the admissions office <laughs> they're very persistent <laughs> yes they are they're yes. very good yes. at what they do right and they would they wouldn't let up it was text message and email and and I couldn't forget about it because the email was always in front of me sure right and then finally they would okay just set a date for the orientation and then, you know, if come you visit. Don't like it. It's not the end of the world. You you know. And then that was it. I think once I walked into the orientation, it became really real. And I looked around and I was like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like excitement. Said, like maybe your anxiety turned to excitement. I think the excitement came when I sat down with um my first um like the breakout it? sessions. The um, advisor. Advisor. And you were talking about classes (gasps) and what classes you were going to take. And I was like, what? And I'm glad because that's one thing. It's just you have to use all your resources. And that's one really important resource to use. The advisors are there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, at the beginning of the semester, there's appointments and you have to book this. And, you know, you have to get a slot. But, like, now when the semester's off and running... They're kind of just, you know, not necessarily just sitting there, but they're they're available they're to you. available all the time. I am so glad you all said that because mm-hmm. that's what kind of kept me focused and on track was knowing that I'm going to have to report back to my advisor right. yeah. and they're going to see my grades. Yep. You know, not only did I want the A's and the B's mm-hmm. to prove it to myself, but I knew that at some point I was going to have to sit down with that advisor yeah. And, you know, he was going to ask me, well... How'd that go? Yeah. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Yeah. Or, or, yeah, when I was taking my... When I was taking German and I thought, you know, I don't want to take the the next one. And my advisor looked at me and she said, you can do anything for 16 weeks. That's true. And you know what? That's true. It is, isn't it? Absolutely. You can do college true. algebra for 16 weeks. 16 weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. And if you kind of look at like that... that really helped me but it was going to that advisor at least once a semester yeah yeah i go twice good yeah that's good because my time management and my Mm -hmm. juggling kind of you know she calms me down first of all good and don't worry about it it's you can push it off it doesn't have to be now just think about it but it has to be done eventually but it doesn't have to be now right because you know you start like oh if i don't have this i can't take this She's like, okay, don't worry about it. You got it. You have time. You I think we all do that. Yeah. It like builds up and then you cry because you can't match So I just sock. go to her office. Uh-huh. So she sees me way more than once. <laughs> that is yeah. okay. Yeah. I like that. I, I'm there no. quite a bit. Yeah. But she's very helpful and it's an amazing resource. Good. And yeah, and people think, oh, it's for freshmen or, oh, you know, no. first year no student. Way. I've, I've had a lot of people tell me that. Oh, that's only for first-year students. No. I don't. Nope. I just go on there, and I, I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So, did you have any college previous to coming to Wichita State? Yes. And I think that is a big 
influencer too mm -hmm. on what you're going to take and knowing how it transferred over. Yes, yes. unfortunately, yeah. um, because I waited so long to right. come back, my <laughs> institution is no longer in business. Oh, oh so or you don't have existing access to transcripts. I have access to transcripts, but the institution cannot be um, verified as accredited. Accredited. Oh. So a lot of my, well, none of my credits transferred. Oh. So, yeah, we had to start from square one, mm. which after 30 years is actually not such so bad because half of the stuff I don't remember. Right. Right. You know, I was offered to test out of a few, which, I mean, at that point I could have, but... For the time that it's, it really, it was fine. Mm -hmm. it, it worked out well. So, so Cynthia, you know, I know some of our listeners are probably thinking, well, I'm 50 years old um, and I may have other, you know, mm -hmm. been in your situation. As you're sitting there in class, and yes, you probably forgot something, but are you ever surprised at what you remembered? All the time. Right? <laughs> every, yes. Every day. Yes. Oh. I'm like, I know this. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you may not know where you learned it or how you learned yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And so that would be something I would say to yeah. our listeners. is you, I think you'd be surprised at how much you remember. And your instinct is oh, really it's incredible. Now, right? Yes. Because you have all the experience. And, right. you know, all you need, take a multiple choice question. Mm -hmm. It's just really common sense. And if you've lived to 50, you can probably best to test. <laughs> it's really common sense. Yes. It's a lot of it if you read it and you reread it and you and you it's just mm -hmm. process of, of elimination and yes. Yeah, that life experience is worth all, its own degree. Sure. It yeah. really is. It's interest interesting yeah, yeah. value is mm -hmm. what we've mm -hmm. come to learn. Yeah. You guys have drive unlike anybody else coming to school. It's it's you made a choice and it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Get out right. of the way. Help me or get out of the way. Yeah. That's a lot of our students. Yes. Yeah. So after you graduate, hmm. what's, what's, what's next? What's, what's your, your dream, either dream job. job? Yeah. Yeah. What is Cynthia's oh dream job? I don't know if I really have a dream job. I, I kind of switched midstream after I enrolled to a marketing real estate focus because I started volunteering a lot with the homeless population mm -hmm. and started kind of really researching the lack of affordable housing and and it's not just in big cities it's everywhere mm -hmm. it's rural it's everywhere right. doesn't matter and there are ways that it can be remedied but it takes a lot of people on the same accord there's government there's private there's nonprofit there's there's so many ways but i'm trying to figure out a way to use my degree kind of to to fall into that category yeah so more Kind of just on the affordable housing um, aspect of the real estate. Mm -hmm. So whether it's developing new projects or working with people who are 
um, just to it not absolutely eliminate homelessness, right, but, but it help really with... doesn't need to be at the levels it is now. Right. Yeah. So, and Wichita is making strides. Mm-hmm. They just, I think, need a little push. And you're going to be there. Uh, exactly. You and I, we were on the same page oh, yeah. there, Amber, we're thinking. <laughs> a little push. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, my dad, he's a, he struggles with PTSD and anxiety and depression from, mm-hmm. um, he's a vet, and he always tells us, if I didn't have you guys or the VA hospital, I would be homeless. I would be out mm-hmm. on the streets because yeah. I wouldn't have had the knowledge to get medication or ask for resources. So Yeah, the resources are a big thing. And sometimes even when the resources are available and obtained, mm-hmm. the mental health part of it right. kind it's just it's like a chain that keeps breaking. Mm-hmm. So you can get, you know, the help but you have to kind of have someone that's really, really in your corner that's going to keep you on the right track. Like because, an advisor. Yeah. 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 And, and you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we talk, Amber and I do, a lot about the resources and being here for mm. our students so that we can show them the resources, that we can be those kind of people for our students right and so you're wanting to take this probably one step bigger or outside the community yeah. and yep. be that to resources and know that person and do all in my yeah yeah correctly. yeah exactly yeah wow we i was first generation mm-hmm. college student mm-hmm. well so am i actually so are you a yeah. lot of mistakes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we we often talk to about being a first generation college student um any advice for first-generation college students, or what has that experience been like for you? Can you speak about that for a little bit? Well, I think now there there are quite a few, um, usually in minority communities. It's a big thing. Yes. Again, because of the economic factors involved. I mean, eating and feeding your children and having a roof over your head usually takes precedence mm-hmm. over getting the degree and sitting in college. And yep. So it's totally understandable. Um, I think usually when it's a first-generation student, the family is usually very proud that they're actually taking the step. Mm-hmm. Right. So I wish I could have. You'll hear that a lot. Yeah. I wish I could have. Don't mess up because I wish I could have. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so you hear that a lot. Um, so that's, it's just wonderful when you have that kind of like motivation behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of pressure. Um, mm-hmm. I saw that a lot when I was in China. So it's not a matter of, of, I think you need to, first of all, do it for yourself and not do it for your family, not because your dad wants you to do it or your mom wants you to be a, a doctor or, or a dentist lawyer. or a lawyer. Or, you have to do it for yourself, knowing that having the degree, you'll have a better life. Right. It's, it's really statistically and just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is just the truth. I have a poster in my office at my house. And Michelle Obama has a quote in there. Mm. When it gets difficult, think about the people that were 
in that made it possible for you to be where you are today and the people who are depending on you. And I right. think that's what it I just your heard. Perspective. Yeah, it really sure. does because I know uh, I talked, Amber talked about being in the doctoral program and mm-hmm. myself too. I've got uh, a lot of nieces and nephews, especially those nieces looking up to say, hey, yeah. you know, what's Aunt Pam doing? Mm-hmm. And when it gets really hard, it's like, oh, I, I, you know, I, I'm doing it for myself. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Right. But I know that I've got a couple eyes in the, you know, sure. watching me yeah, to see sure. you know, what Aunt Pam yeah, is to doing. see where yeah. you end up and, right. you know, what you're going to do with all of it. Because it's work. It's an investment. Yes. You know, coming back to school is absolutely an investment. Mm-hmm. Whether you're investing money or you're investing time, it's still an investment. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yeah, you just have to know that it's going to take a little sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But it's not forever. That's it, right. 16 weeks at a time. 16 <laughs> weeks at a time. Yes, that's a lot. 16, 16 weeks. weeks. 16 yes. weeks at a time. <laughs> okay, so as you all have experienced by now, Cynthia's kind of an expert in many realms. Um, Cynthia, what would you say or how would you define your learning out loud moment? Hmm. I think... I was so used to being the boss, because mm-hmm. I was for a long time. The delegator? Um, I Yeah, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have anyone to delegate to. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> no one to say, hey, write uh, that. I'm going to yeah. write this yeah. paper. You this write is, that This paper. is what we need to get done today. Right. And the we means you. you. <laughs> it means you. How do yes. you want to do it? Where yes. do you want to do it? So that was, that was a big, yeah, I don't have okay. anybody to send this email to, to right. answer it and, yeah, and write this paper for me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do this. Yeah. This, I, have to no, do this. I have that to do is, this. That is, that's it. Yeah. I have to do this. And there's, at the end of the day, yeah. that's what it's about, I would say. I mean, we always get it done. It's just, you know, it's, it's sometimes a bumpy road. Sure. Sure. But, um, yeah, it, it always gets done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Cynthia, for joining us. We always love talking with you. Um, I want to go ahead and invite our listeners to share their own LOL moments, uh, whether they're funny fails or inspiring efforts. Uh, so if you want to share, we would love to hear from you from our podcast page at wichita.edu slash shockers LOL. Or you can just email us at adultlearning at wichita.edu. Thanks again, Cynthia. We really appreciate it. Thank you. We love you. We love having you. That was fun.